0: Well, hello, friends, and believe it or not, this is episode 22 of our Saving Christianity podcast brought to you by the Christian Family Online in America. I'm your host, John Shields, today, and I will be flying solo, and I want to thank you for being out there in podcast land and listening and being a part of this and accessing our web page and as you know, the book, Saving Christianity, is available at Amazon Books, and Barnes and & Noble, and Thrift Books, and um, the various places, and then also on our Christian Family Online in America website, and uh, so all of these things are available, and I hope that you will take full advantage of them, and... Um, we just appreciate you being out there. And so today, as I solo fly here, I want to talk about uh, something that we talk about all the time on this podcast, and that is God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And not original with me. This is just through some research, and that uh, there's just a, a way that I'm going to unpack this today that's just very succinct and concise and and um there's a lot of scripture that could go with this does go with this but for time's sake uh I'm not going to address all of those but nevertheless um I think uh, you'll get you'll get the point of of what we're talking about or what I'm talking about today so thanks for being here so in second peter in the new testament in the first chapter there is one of my favorite um few verses. In fact, it's two verses, and it just sums up, really, so much about what it means to be a Christ follower, to be a Christian. And Peter is writing this, one of the disciples, and this is what he tells his audience then and now. His, meaning God, he says, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Isn't that incredible? God's divine power, his Holy Spirit, has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Verse 4, Through these, He has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, watch this, we may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Now, the last time I was flying solo, uh, back uh episode 20, this is episode 22, I titled that episode The Change. And so today, I'm going to just keep it simple. This is the change part two. What changes come? What is now available to us? how is that manifested in our life in very real relevant practical ways and so we're going to talk about that just moving through a list of things rather quickly but you'll get the gist of what what I'm speaking about today so what is this change what happens to us what is this divine power it says Through this, through his power, through our knowledge of him, he's given us everything we need, his promises, that we all of that links together, enabling us to participate in the divine nature and escape the world caused by evil desires. Pretty incredible. What does that look like? Well, here we go. The first thing is the nature of spiritual life. The nature of spiritual life. What is that? Well, it's a new life. It is a new life. The Bible says we are a new creation when we come to faith in Christ. It's a true life. I love that. You remember Jesus said in John 14, He said, You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's marvelous. It's a new life, and it's a true life, and we live our life not um, just on our feelings and just bouncing around like a ping pong ball, but we live in truth. We we are connected to the one who is truth, who defines truth, and it's a true, true life, and it's and it's an eternal life. Now that's that's hard for us to grasp. We're so connected to calendars and watches and and time schedules and all of those things and so many years here and there we measure everything but there is no measurement to eternal life there is world without end there is no ending to it and our minds and our finite minds we simply cannot get a hold of that we can uh, our imagination can take us a few into a little bit of an understanding of that, but certainly not completely. But is it is an eternal life. Isn't that something that if you know Christ today, right now, your life, and I mean that in the truest, best, most beautiful way I could express it, is not going to end. Now, we are obviously going to physically die, but you, the real you, is not ever going to die. It's eternal. It's incredible. I mean, it's just incredible when you think about that. And it's an abundant life. I'd already, I was headed in that direction. It's an abundant life, not in the sense of material things. Don't let material things cheapen what this means. It's an abundant life. It's a life that lived out of the context of the relationship with the God of the universe, and it—it's just uh, there. There's just nothing like it. Referencing the abundant life. Now that's the nature of the spiritual life. Now let's talk about the origins and nature of spiritual life. Spiritual life of course, is the work of the Holy Spirit. So, as you would think, spiritual life begets spiritual life. So spiritual life is a work of the Holy Spirit, really, from beginning to end. It's all about God's Spirit in us. Spiritual life unites believers to Jesus. In fact, that's the only way we can be united to him— It's through his Holy Spirit. Salvation is a supernatural event and lifestyle, and it unites us to Christ through God's Spirit. It's not rules and regulations and religion and all of these things. They don't bring life to us. The Spirit brings life to us. It confirms. It makes spiritual life, makes us, the opportunity to become children of God. The Bible says we are children of God if, in fact, we have come into a relationship with him. Spiritual life brings people to know God. In fact, that's the only way we can do that. The Bible says that no one can actually come to Christ unless they have responded to God's Spirit drawing them to him. What does that mean? It means that he always is the initiator. He is the one who initiates. We don't just wake up one day and go, oh gosh, I think I'll turn my life over to God. Anyone that has ever done that, it is because we are simply responding to God making the first step. Spiritual life brings about faith. Right faith comes as a result of God's spirit within us. Now, here's another title: keeping in step with the spirit. What does that mean? Well, it means that there's a new way of life is now made possible. Now, we you will look the same, right? Your personality, those things, um, but this new way of life is made possible. As a result, the bondage to the written law has ended. In other words, this self-effort to live up to this standard that God has set, which was futile, no way we could do that. It was bondage to us. But the Bible says where the Spirit of God is, the Spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. Freedom obedience to God is made possible. And that's why when we're looking from the outside in, we look at Christianity, we look at God's word, and we say, well, that's impossible. You're exactly right. It is, apart from his Holy Spirit. It's totally impossible. But when God's Spirit comes into our life, obedience is actualized. It, it can actually happen. We can live in in obedience to what God asks of us, and we won't do that um, begrudgingly. We will do that because we want to do it. Deepening unity is encouraged. You know, God is all about unity. And division, I don't know that it has ever accomplished anything good, but God is a God of unity. Strength and encouragement are received from the Holy Spirit. Keeping in step with him gives us strength and encouragement along the way. It gives us gifts for those living in the Spirit. Gifts are given for building up the church, we call it, which means the people. Visions are given. Miracles are worked. We've been talking about that. Ministry is enhanced. All of these things are coming in and through God's Spirit in us. And those living in the Spirit, we receive revelation and guidance from God. God is revealed to us as our Father. God's purposes are revealed to us. God's guidance is given to us as believers. Help is given to us to pray. The Holy Spirit constantly is forgiving us and cleansing us and making us more like Christ. Christ lives in us through his Spirit. He transforms our minds, and he transforms us from the inside out. And the fruit of the Spirit is in our life. God's Spirit produces in us love and joy, peace, patience goodness, kindness, gentleness, and self-control, it's an amazing thing. It's not natural. It's supernatural. And that's just a little outline of the things of what it means to be a Christ follower. When we come to faith in Christ and he indwells us with his Spirit, And then we grow in that, and we constantly are praying, fill me, Holy Spirit, fill me, Holy Spirit. These things are activated into our life, into our behavior, into our decisions, into our relationships, into our finances, into our family life, into our workplace. It's in us, and then it flows out of us into every aspect of our life. That's that's what is supposed to happen. And so I just want to encourage you to think about that, what that means for your life. Owen and I have spent uh, years and years and years talking about this and praying about this and writing about this and recording about this and, um, anywhere we can, someone will listen. We want to talk about this and because we know that that is the essence of living our life for God's glory comes by first of all, experiencing his spirit in our life and all that that means. And this is just a sampling Uh, just an outline I just ran through. So I hope that you are experiencing this on some level in your life and that you are daily, not just occasionally, but really in a sense all the time praying, fill me, Holy Spirit. I know that's something that, that, that I do. I'm just, Lord, fill me, fill me, Holy Spirit, fill me, Holy Spirit. Help me in this, help me in that. I need your direction, your guidance, your help. I need your fruit in my life. I need your revelation to me. I need your strength to overcome temptation. I need this. I need that. And I need that to come from you. I don't have it within myself to accomplish all of this. And so the change. I hope that you have experienced the change and that you are learning and growing and I have a really, really good feeling that you are, or you would not be listening to this podcast, or you would not have read or currently reading Saving Christianity by Owen. We just appreciate you being a part of this podcast and taking the time listening to it. Go scpods.com. You can go there and find all of the things that we talk about here on this podcast together, him individual, me as an individual, um, whatever the case, you'll be able to find it there. You'll be able to listen, read the transcript, etc. cetera. So thank you for taking the time to join today and just know that uh, we appreciate it so much. We're glad you are part of the Saving Christianity podcast. And this is John, and I'm signing off by saying, may the God of our fathers bless you, may he keep you, may he guide you, and protect you until we meet again.